Next couple of weeks are going to be different. Um, next week, we're going to have uh, visitors here and family and friends, and I want to encourage you to invite people. Um, it'll be a fun day as we look back and celebrate what God has done. And, and, and as you look back, it, it really is amazing what has been accomplished in the last uh, 18 months. Um, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to celebrate that. We're going to spend some time um, just looking back at what God has done and, and what God is continuing to do. And, and I want to encourage you to be a part of that. Uh, we are going to keep the building open until about 2 o'clock next week for other people who have a home church and maybe want to swing by. Uh, we're going to have just snacks and, and you know all that stuff you shouldn't eat. We're going to have a bunch of that. Somebody can bring carrots and celery too. Um, actually, that's pretty good. But anyway, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll do that kind of stuff too, but just kind of snacky kind of stuff. And uh, But 10 o'clock, we're going to have our service uh, over there for the first time and then uh, uh, a time afterwards. Uh, so this is our last time here. And so... I've kind of I've been debating a little bit on what to do, so we're going to kind of put Nehemiah aside for a couple of weeks, and, and basically what I want to do today is I want to talk to you and us about the transition, about change. And so since this is more of our, our church family group today, I kind of want it to be kind of one of those family talk things where I, I want to talk about things that change. And then next week when we have visitors and, and community and people like that here, we're going to talk about the God who doesn't change, okay? So that's kind of where we're going for the next two weeks. So as I got to thinking about this, um, I, I got to thinking about how I wanted to try to talk to this, to talk to you this morning, and, 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 and we're going to look at a couple of passages and, and some applications because the things that we're learning here as a church apply to us in our lives as well. And I thought the best way to illustrate this was tennis shoes, so we're going to talk about my tennis shoes this morning, okay? These, don't laugh, these are my tennis shoes. Um, and I have a fond affection for these shoes. These shoes were new when I started this project, okay? Um, these shoes, uh, and the guys make fun of me for these shoes, uh, because they're like, you know, do we need to, like, raise your salary? I'm like, no, 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 I got other shoes. I just, those, I like those. But those shoes replace these shoes. Now, I know what some of you women are thinking. Why do you still have these? I have a really hard time getting rid of things. Uh, no, um, believe it or not, these shoes are great for roofing. And I'm not as comfortable on a roof with those shoes. So these are my, I can't get rid of them roofing shoes. It's, it's an excuse, all right? Um, I, I, I started the project with these shoes. And then at some point, I went to these shoes, and they were brand new when I started this project. Um, and, and Jess, in particular, likes making fun of me with these shoes. In fact, the other, about a week or so ago, um, I had them in the, uh, um, I had to wash them. Yeah, the, this is what they look like washed, okay? Uh, and so they weren't dry, and so I wore a different pair of shoes that I have, and Jess went, oh, finally. And I went, oh, no, no, they're just drying. Um, I'll be back to these next, you know, next work day. Um, but 
here's the pair that I've had for about four months to replace them. But I really like these. So I want to talk to you a little bit about why I like these. These are very comfortable. These have a lot of history. Um, it's very easy for me to put these on. In fact, these are, I, I have worn these so much that um, I don't even have to tie them. Because they function as slip-on shoes. Okay? Um, and so, for me, oh man, those just feel so much better than those, actually. Um, I forgot how good they feel. Uh, they're comfortable. They're incredibly comfortable. Um, I, I don't have to worry about these. You know, when I wear these, I, I don't worry about getting paint on them. I don't worry about getting stain on them. Uh, I, I, they're, they're, what's that? Blood. Yeah, blood. I don't worry about getting blood on them. Yeah, actually, these are the shoes that I had on. Now somebody said that. Um, they're easy. They are so easy to put on. But there's a couple of problems with these shoes. And I noticed that a couple, yeah, some people a couple. No, no. Here's the problem. As you notice this, see, see, see my sock there? Well, here's the problem. When we were up here working on gravel a couple of weeks ago, when we were working in a pea gravel, all the pea gravel would go in there. So every five minutes, I found myself stopping and doing this and then putting my shoe back on. Um, huh? I hadn't thought of that. I can get like another six years out of these. Uh, the other problem is when, when, when it's wet outside, even walk into my shed with these shoes, the dew on the grass, it gets my socks wet. So then I go in and change socks. Um, and, and I have a, certain so- have a certain sock that I wear too, but that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother OCD thing with me. They're, they're, they're giving me some problems. So because of the pea gravel thing and the water thing, and we got winter coming, I, I'm kind of going to have to start wearing these things. And so I am going to be making the transition to these guys. Um, and here's a problem. They're not going to be as comfortable as those. Uh, so I'm going to have to get used to wearing these. Second thing, they're whiter than white. So I'm going to be worried about, you know, um, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, she's already achieved sainthood. Um, but the, the problem is, you know, they're, so now the first time I get paint on them, you know, the first time I get stain on them, I'm going to go home and try to clean them. I don't, I, I, don't even worry, I don't even know if i got blood on those. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Um, and, and, and I got to thinking about it, and I thought, you know what? This is really kind of a good illustration of what's going to be happening here in the course of the next couple of months in particular. Because here's the deal. This building is like an old shoe for us. 
Um, you know, my family has, now we don't encourage this, it's just my wife is, is this way. Um, you know, she sat in the same place for 17 years. We, we moved into this building in 1999. October 10th, 1999 was our first service here. Um, there was no carpet in here. There was no ceiling. Um, uh, it was all painted and exposed, and it was all wood up here. And so, uh, for the first time, I preached from up here. And I have preached since then over 850 times in this setting. This is like an old shoe to me. It's comfortable. You guys are comfortable. You've kind of found a place that you like to sit. And some of you, you have figured out that the reason that we have hymnals is so you can cover the register on the floor in front of you if it's too hot or too cold. Um, that's the only reason you use the hymnals. Uh, some of you like where you sit and the way and the reason you sit where you do, and you've become kind of comfortable there. And see, that all changes next week. Because nobody's going to know kind of how to sit, because it's all going to be different. Um, and the registers are in the ceiling, on the walls. So unless you bring a ladder to church... You're not going to get to adjust it on your own anymore. Um, and it's going to be like trying to put on a new pair of shoes. And that transition is going to be filled with some odd and end kind of things. We've tried to think through as much of it as we can. For instance, we're not going to do communion up on the stage anymore. We're going to, communion trays are actually going to be on the main floor. We got to thinking about it and going up and down four or five steps with a communion tray and a thing and try to hold onto a rail. It's just an accident waiting to happen. So we're going to have to change some things. And things are going to be different. And we're going to have to figure some stuff out. And we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do for children's sermon. We'll have it figured out by Sunday. Um, and we'll try something, and it may or may not work. It's just like those shoes. I'm going to, I'm going to eventually start wearing these. And I, I have a problem sometimes with, with heel spurs, so I have cushions that I might have to, inserts that I may have to put in them, and maybe not, and I don't know, and, and I may, may, or not, may or may not like these lace things. Um, they're just really white to me. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm going to have to figure it out, but eventually these will start to look like this, which will start to look like this, and there'll be more shoes. It's a transition. And so, as we make that transition and we make that change, let's all understand what's going to happen. And they're going to come in and you're going to go, oh, I think, what about this and what about that? And it's like, okay, yeah, we, we can try things. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, but there comes a point at which, like those shoes, you know, I can still wear them and they still work, but there's some situations where they don't work as well. And that's what's happening with us. We like to fellowship. It doesn't work as well right now as full as we are. Um, we have more people who would like to come, and we want them to be comfortable. So we've got to get into a little bit bigger space. Um, you're starting to find, as we have over the last couple of months, that you know now all of a sudden you go to the bathroom and it's like there's a line. 
Well, by the way, you can use the new bathrooms today. They are all ready to go, other than a couple of mirrors hanging in the women's bathroom uh, and a couple of little panels that got to be put on, but everything's all ready to set and go. And we tried to think of all kinds of things for, for the, I'm telling you. What's that? Set to go, yeah. Uh, um, we honestly, you have no idea how some of the decisions were made up here, but, um, you know, the toilet paper holder, there are two rolls. And if you look very carefully, one goes over, one goes under. That way, we've solved the problem for you. Um, it has a little shelf on the toilet paper holder. You know what that's for? That's for your cell phone. Because we know people take their cell phones in the bathroom. And the ladies wanted a hook on the back of the door. So we put a hook on the back of the door so they can hang stuff. And, you know, so, um, you know, and I made the mistake of asking where to put the towel dispenser thing. And the women, one of them wanted, some of them wanted here, some of them wanted there. So now we got it in both places now. Um, <clears throat> I told them, I said, you're not even going into the guys. I will make the decision for the guys. Because, A, we don't care, and, B, we're not going to use it. So, um, you know. <clears throat> but we'll figure stuff out as we go. We'll figure stuff out as we go. And so this morning, I want to spend a little time, and I want to talk to you, because I think there are a lot of lessons as, as we make this change about change, and, and I'm just going to focus on two this morning that we have learned in this project that I think are important lessons for us to apply to all of our lives, okay? So here's the first one. The first lesson is this. We're in it together, okay? We've, we've made this journey together, and that's important. Um, Paul said it this way. Listen to what he said um, in Philippians. He's writing to the church there uh, in Philippi, and you guys got it? Yeah. Okay, there's four of you back there. Come on, you know. Wow, here we go. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing that he which began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Paul writes to these people at Philippi, and he says, listen, he said, There's, here's one thing I know about you, is that God has started working in your lives, and he's going to continue to work in your lives. And Paul said, and I'm so glad that I get to be a part of it. He said, every day that I get up, I think about how God's working in your guys' life, and it's so exciting to be, to be involved in it. And I think one of the lessons that, that we have learned here is we get so much more done when we're in it together. And I think if you talk to the people who have had the privilege and the ability to be up here on Tuesdays and Fridays, and I know a lot of you haven't been able to, and I, I, I get that, I, I, I understand that, but for those of us that have been able to do it, because of our schedules and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's worked out for us, and it's worked very, very well for us. I think what you'll find as you talk to people is the thing that we're going to miss is just the getting together because it has been fun. We have a lot of fun um, because we're in it together. Some of the projects out there we've done three or four times. Seriously, we did it and realized, okay, that's not going to work. Let's go try something else. And then we tried something else. And we're like, well, that didn't work. Let's go try something. And there's some of them we have, there's some of the things out there we've put together three, four times trying to get it right. Um, 
and we work together to try to figure it all out. And what we found is the more people that we have working together, A, the more enjoyable the project is, B, the easier the project is, and C, the more we get accomplished. And I think there's a great lesson in that, you know. And I think that what happens is, and, and again, those of you who've been up here know me enough to know that, that I, I have some control issues. Um, I have a little OCD thing going on. Uh, and one of the tough things for me is to been to let somebody else go, okay, you know what, you do it. You just do it your way, and, and here's some guidelines and go. And I've learned that when I do that, that I don't have to worry about it. And it gets off of my plate, and it gets done, and we get so much farther than if we try to micromanage and control the whole thing all the way along. And I think that's what, one of the lessons that I see is, is, is for us is, is I think that's where some of you are stuck right now is that you won't let anybody else help you. And you're stuck in life, whatever it is. You've come up against a crisis or a situation or a circumstance and you're kind of hitting the wall and you're not letting other people in and you're not letting, and you're trying to handle it on your own and you're not doing so well with it, but yet you won't let anybody else help you. And I get it. We're in a, we're in a culture that, we pride ourselves on, I did it myself, you know, you know. I mean, I, you know, I'm actually, you know, looking at my wife bragging because, you know, you know, I don't need you to drive me to the emergency room. I can drive myself. Duh. Um, you know, um, you know we, 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 for some reason we take, we get excited about that. I don't know why, but we do. You know, I don't want to depend on anybody else. Okay, but you know what? You've learned this as well as I have. How many of you have found in your life that when you had the opportunity to help somebody else, you got a lot out of it? And, and here's what I would say to you. You're robbing somebody else of that opportunity and that blessing. Let them help. Let them come alongside. Because one of the things that we learned in this project is we do so much better when we all do it together. And it's so much more fun, and we get so much more accomplished, you know. Um, we had a couple of, uh, we, you know, I mean, we created a monster, but, you know, Barb and, and, and Don and Bonnie decided to start doing this trim thing and staining and sealing trim. And once I found out they would stain and seal trim, <laughs> let me tell you something, I just kept buying oak, and I just kept buying more stain and more sealer. And, you know, and the next thing I know, they're coming up on their own and doing stuff. And, and, and it's just it, it's great to be able to watch people get involved like that and, and have fun with it. And I think they would tell you when this is all over, they're going to miss doing that. So if you have projects at home that you need stained or sealed, <laughs> um, you know, um, jump into it. Go for it. Um, but Paul says to these people, he says, look, God started something. And God's going to finish what he's doing. But where you are right now is just part of that journey. And, and that's what I would say to you in, 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 in this thing is that going into the building over there, um, it's just another road for us as a church. It's just another pair of shoes. It's just another step. If you know me, you know me enough to know this, that um, as excited as I am about that and everything else, um, 
that's, that's not going to be the greatest thing that ever happens in this ministry. Because I genuinely believe the best days of this ministry are in front of us, not behind us. See, I, I remember when we came up here and we thought, oh, that's such a big day. And you know what? It was just another pair of shoes. And now we've kind of worn this place out a little bit. So we're going to go put on another pair of shoes. It's another step in the journey to it. It's a, and that's just part of it. And, and I want to challenge you because what happens is some of you are like me. You don't want to change. Because these are comfortable. And this is hard. And this is going to be awkward for a while. But if you give it time... These become this. And you know what? I, I still, these are so comfortable. They're so enjoyable. And I started to realize that, you know what? I mean, put yourself in my shoes. I just got that. That was good, wasn't it? Man, I wish I would have thought about it ahead of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, put yourself, you know, 850 plus times I'm used to doing this. And next Sunday... It's all different. You know, first of all, they got me way up high. So now I got to take like four steps up the platform. You go, well, that's not a big deal. Well, not 17 years ago. So, you know, but we're putting a handrail up there. Uh, You know, we'll get me up there. Uh, But, I mean, you know, it's all all different. Everything's going to be different. It's going to be like a new pair of shoes. And eventually it'll become comfortable again. But you know what? And the same thing for you. It. If you take that change, if you take that step, God started something in your life. He wants to keep going at it. He wants to keep. He's not done with you yet. It's like he's not done with us just because we go into a new building. And so, you know, I want to challenge you with that idea that we're in it together. And the other issue is this, and this is, this is the thing that, that I want us to really make sure we understand. And this is 2 Corinthians, and here's what, here's what, again, it's Paul speaking. He says this, Therefore, if anyone is Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. I've got to cut off. Behold, all things become new. Um, change is central to the cross. You need to understand that. Christianity is sourced in the idea that we're changing. Well, one of the things that frustrates me, I guess, in the church deal is, is people... You know, I get asked this all the time, you know, well, will your church accept blah, 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 and they give me some category of person. And here's my standard answer. My answer goes like this. We'll accept anybody as they are. But I don't expect anyone to stay the same. I've been covering this church for 27 years. And I expect myself to be different and to change and to become more like Christ next week, next month, next year. There is no idea of somebody coming in here and saying, well, I'm just going to be here and I'm going to be the same. I'm not going to change. No, no, no. The cross is central to the idea. That's why Jesus saved us. So that we could be a new creature, a new creation. Old things start passing away. Things start changing for us. We start looking at things differently. So instead of being angry all the time, all of a sudden now we start finding ourselves maybe being a little less angry, maybe being a little more gentle. Instead of being frustrated, we find ourselves being a little more patient, a little more understanding. God is constantly in the process of changing us. 
And we need to understand that. So next week as we change, as we move over into there, we need to understand that's just a normal part of Christianity. It should be a normal part for all of us. Just like, can you imagine me for the next 40 years going, I am not going to change shoes. I refuse to learn to wear a different pair of tennis shoes. First of all, I wouldn't be able to hold these things. Secondly, we wouldn't be able to stand smelling these things. You know, and B, I don't think they'll hold up that long. I mean, this is, this is only like 14 months. Uh, can you imagine, you know, 20, 30 years? I don't think I have any shoes that old. I don't think. Um, <laughs> could be. I did have a pair of boots that I had in high school. I finally got rid of I think I got rid of We got rid of them. Yeah. No. no, I still have them. <laughs> Josh has them. Yeah. I tried to pass them on down. Yeah, those are old. Um, but anyway, I digress. It's the medication. No. Uh, <clears throat> but you know what? God is constantly going to be changing us. And we need to understand that's part of the process. That's why he saved us. And we hope and pray that you're not the same person you were when you started coming here. That you're becoming more like Christ. That you're starting to bring things into your life to make you more in line with what God wants you to be. That's our prayer. That's why we do what we do. So a couple applications and, and then we're done. And here's, here's the first one. The first one comes down to this. Some of you, you're stuck. And the reason you're stuck in life is because you won't let somebody help you. You've had a crisis, or you've had a loss, or you've had a situation, or you've had a circumstance, or you've had a job deal, or you've had a money deal, or you've had a whatever deal. And honestly, you've tried all kinds of stuff, and you just can't get past it. Some of you have tried some unhealthy things, and you just it's not helping you. Um, it's only making it worse. And, and, and you refuse to let anybody come alongside of you. And, and all I can say to you is, you've heard me say it here for 20 some odd years, I'll keep saying it till the day I die. The Christian life is not a solo journey. When God created the world, one of the first things, God kept saying, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. The first thing that God says is not good is when he says, man needs somebody to walk beside him. It is not good that he is alone. And one of the reasons some of you are struggling like you're struggling is because you won't allow somebody else to help. And here's what you're going to find here. You're going to find here that probably whatever it is you're going through, there's not just one, but there's a group of people here who have gone through it already. And you know why they went through it? You know why God allowed it into their lives? So they could help other people who are going through it. And they can come alongside of you. And while I could look at you and go, I can't look at you and say, I know how you feel because I haven't been down that road. But we have people here who have. And we have people here who do understand. And we have people here who can help you. If you go and run your finger through a table saw this week, I'll be in your corner. (laughs) You know, I can feel your pain. I can know what you're going through. I, I can understand how stupid you feel. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, I can relate to you. 
Because I've gone through it. And unfortunately, in my world, I've gone through it twice. And you're going, well, wouldn't you learn the first time? You would think so. <laughs> but some of you, you're stuck. And, and, and one of the reasons you're stuck, and one of the reasons you're going to stay stuck, is because you won't let somebody come alongside you. And, and I just want to encourage you. We try to create this place as a safe place for you to let and come alongside and let somebody come alongside of you and help you and walk the road with you. And that's why we're here. That's why we're building that over there. We built that because there's a whole community of people who need that, and we have people here who want to do that, and we want to be able to help people do that. And I just want to challenge you. You don't have to stay stuck. Just like we didn't have to get stuck here because one person or two or three people had to do it all. We were able to say, look, let's all jump in together, and we'll all figure out what we can do, and we'll do what we can together, and it's amazing how much has been done. The second thing is you've got to be willing to change. In Bible and theology, we have a term for this. It's called sanctification. It's a big theological word, and basically what it means is how God changes you. And when you get into theology, there's a couple of ideas. One idea is that in sanctification is that God does it all and that God changes you. These are kind of people who pray something like this. Okay, God, um, you know, I want to lose weight, um, and so I need you to... Lose weight for me. I need to stop smoking. I need you, God, to take away the desire to, to smoke. And, and there's, a, there's a group of people out there who think that it's all God. And so if they're not changing, it's because it's God's fault. There's another group of people that they think it's all them. It's all their, their, their thing. So if they want to lose weight, it's all about them. It's all about them. It's all about them. They got to do it. They got to motivate themselves from within. They want to stop smoking. They got It's all what they can do. And what we believe is it's a balance. There's a God part to it, and there's a man part to it. And we tried to model that as we did this project. There are certain things that we had to depend on God to do, and there are certain things we could do. See, we as a board, we could have sat back and said, "Okay, God, if you want us to build a building, you know." You're going to have to bring the contractor. You're going to have to pay him. You're going to have to have him come up with the plan. We're just going to sit back and wait on you. Or there's a part of us that pray. Like I say, we took a balance. So we said, God, if you want us to do this, then here's some obstacles you can only take care of. We prayed for four years for dirt to be moved. You remember there used to be a pile of dirt out here? And all of a sudden, the next thing we know, the next thing we turned around, we had people asking for it and people hauling it off and not costing us anything. And we just watched that thing snowball. So we sat back and said, well, God, maybe you want us to build. Well, God, we got a couple of obstacles here. You know, we got a, we got a money thing that you got to have to take care of. And we watched God take care of that. And we figured, well, God, if you'll provide the money and you'll provide the people, we'll put in the time. And we watched God bring people along and we watched... We watched all kinds of crazy things happen over and over again. And so we did everything that we could, and we depended on God to do what he could do. And so between God doing his part and us doing our part, what happened? It, 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 it got done. And in the same way in your life, there's a, there's a part of it that God's going to be involved, and there's a part of it that you're going to have to commit, and you're going to have to say change. At some point, I mean, you know, I could just say, God, if you want me to wear these, then you're going to have to make it happen. Or I can say, all right, God, I'm going to make the decision to break in the new pair of shoes. I'm not going to do it this week, 
I'm just going to tell you right now because I'm because I'm. Maybe next week when I have when the snow comes, I'll be wearing these. All right, but right now, not yet. But there's coming a day which I know. Okay, I'm going to say, all right, this is it. Now, I've got to say this just because I know how some of you think. This is a decision for me. This is not a decision for my wife to throw away my good pair of shoes. By the way, but that's what some of you do, isn't it? You want somebody else to do it for you? You want somebody else to make the decision for you? No, no, no. I have to decide. I'm not going to, because you know what happens? She goes throwing these away. You want to know what happens? Then what happens? Then who am I mad at? Her. Now all of a sudden it's all about her. Not about me making decisions, it's about her. It's easy to shift the blame somewhere else. You know, and I know I have to say stuff like that. Because I've learned you guys don't connect it like it should be connected. I had somebody tell me this week, they went, you know what? I really appreciate what your wife said about, you know, talking to your spouse. So I got up the next morning, I looked at my spouse and said, I want you to know, you didn't snore as much last night. And I appreciate that. And I'm like, you know what? You missed something. So it's all about building up your spouse. But I said, I think you missed the whole point somewhere in there. <clears throat> but it is. It's one of those things. And I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you along this line because I think sometimes we don't do what we need to do. And God said, look, you know what? Um, I, I'm going to make you a new creation. I'm going to work that in your life. But there's going to be some choices you have to make along the line. And some of you, you just need to make the choice. You need to stop blaming somebody else. You need to stop putting it off, depending, you know, going, okay, God, if you want this, you're going to have to. No, 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 you just need to go do what God has impressed upon your heart to do. And it, and it sounds so simple. And it is, but it's so hard. I mean, it sound, doesn't it sound silly? It's like, PJ, throw them away, start wearing these you don't understand <laughs> how attached I am to these. You don't understand how comfortable I am with these. It's a bigger deal to me than just pitching. Come on, I still hold on to these, all right? And, and, and you know, I'm sounding like a woman up here with all these shoes. Um, you know, it's like, oh, but, I, you know, they, they, they're comfortable. They're comfortable for me. So I, I think for some of you, that's where you are. We at some point had to make a decision. God, do you want us to build on? And if so, then we will make a commitment on our part to go forward with it. You're going to have to do your part. And believe me, God had to do, you know, next week I'm going to talk about some of the obstacles that God has overcome. And I haven't shared them with you because I didn't want it to be misunderstood. But I think, I think we're at a point now where we're far enough past it that I can say, you know, look, here are some things that God had to do. Um, you know... Um, and we, we, believe me, God did some incredible things, you know, um, you know, cause we're the ones who sat down with the numbers every month and we're the ones who sat down with the projects every month and to realize, you know, I, I'm just at no point in this project. And I, I think I'm right on this, Phil. So help me at no point in this project was our account ever at more than a hundred thousand dollars. Was it 
Do we ever have a point? Do we have a point? Okay, see, that's why I don't take care of the money part of it. Um, but it wasn't like 150 or 200. No, no, we were all right around that that 80 to 100 thousand dollar mark all the time. And you know, when you've got when you got 80 to 100 thousand dollars in the bank, and you're going to write a 40 thousand dollar check for a building, you know, there, there there's some faith stuff happening there. There's some trust stuff happening there. And we watch God over and over and over again take it through all kinds of, uh, of situations and continue to pay the bills. And honestly, as a board, we just shake our heads going, I don't know how, but, you know, God, God took care of it. And so we would do our work part of it. So um, some of you, honestly, you just need to take that next step. You, you need to say yes. There's some of you, look. Some of you, you need to put your faith and trust in Christ. You're stuck. And it's like, well, I'm just afraid to step across the line. Step across the line. For some of you, you've been saved. You put your faith and trust in Christ. But for you, that next hurdle is baptism. You just don't want to get baptized. You're like, I just want to make the commitment. Take the next step. Some of you, you know you need to be treating your spouse different. Some of you, you know what you need to change. You know you got that habit, that hang-up, or whatever else, and you just got to get past. Some of you need to go to somebody and say, look, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And some of you are heading into some family situations that are going to be really tough over the holidays. And somebody's got to be the hero and stand up and say, you know what, let's just put this stuff aside. Let's make this about family. You need to put on that new pair of shoes. You need to make that next step. And I want to encourage you because that, that's, where we, that, that's what God expects of us. The cross, Calvary, is about change. I end with this. Change is difficult. And I find the older I get, the harder it is. But it is a very necessary part of a Christian life. We need to work with others to be the person God wants us to be. Don't allow yourself to get so focused on your comfort and your ease that you neglect the change that God wants to accomplish in your life. Sometimes you just got to break down and make the decision to start wearing a new pair of tennis shoes. Let's pray. Lord, help us. God, as we make this transition, Lord, there are some parts of it that are exciting and fun and uh, new. Or there are other parts of it that are just going to be hard and, and difficult and uncomfortable and awkward and things that we have to figure out. But, Lord, it's all part of the journey. So help us. Lord, as we go forward, may we be able to reach a community that needs Christ that needs fellowship, that needs encouragement, that needs help, that needs people to come alongside of them. And Lord, for each of us here, Lord, um, we all have those areas in our lives where we're stubborn and we don't want people to help. Would you help us to reach out, to accept and embrace the help that we need? For those, Lord, that um, are resistant to change, would you just help them, Lord, to make the changes they need to make? that, Lord, they would step across the line, that they would make that next step where they, they, they go forward and get unstuck. 
And Lord, just as this building, we're all in this together. May we encourage and build up and help one another in this journey. And when it is all said and done, Lord, we look forward to the day that we gather together with you for all of eternity. And thank you, Lord, for all you do in our lives. These things we ask in your name. Amen.